Welcome to the Innovation and in Government Show, sponsored by Kerasoft. Each month, we'll talk with industry experts who enable innovation and make government more responsive and secure by advancing key technologies. Now, here's your host, Jason Miller. Welcome to the show. My guest today is Phoebe Nerdle, the public sector lead at Atlassian. Phoebe, welcome back to the discussion. Thank you. Great to be here. Nice to see you again, Jason. Great to have you on. And, and let me set just a little context for our conversation today. As we've heard many times over the last nine months or so, the shift to remote work across government has gone probably better than expected. CIOs and other executives have told numerous stories about improving network capacity, logging capabilities in record time. We've heard about the culture change that's happened at agencies where, well, shall I say, some agencies that weren't big fans of telework now are. We've seen broad acceptance of video teleconferencing capabilities. But now, as many agencies are considering permanent telework positions, and one good example is the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Directorate at DHS, they're actually advertising for some positions that are 100% telework, which is something the agency wouldn't have envisioned even a year or two ago, especially as a law enforcement agency. So what does this type of change require for agencies to continue to be successful? How can they continue to be successful? What tools, technologies, processes, even culture has to evolve uh, over the next, you know, six, nine months or a year. Well, that's where my guest comes in. Phoebe Nerdle is the public sector lead at Atlassian. Uh, Phoebe, let's just start with remote work. It's a, it's a popular topic. We, we talk about it a lot, but I think after almost a year of it, we're seeing some good results, but obviously not everything's perfect. Wh what has gone well? What hasn't? What have we learned as a, as a, or, as a community? Yeah, so obviously every industry is facing um, the same dilemma right now. As we continue to work from home, given the current environment we're in, it's a necessity. Um, but I think there's both some positives and negatives coming out of it. Um, specifically for government, I think it's uh, really keyed in on the need for the drive for technology modernization, um, making sure you have the right tooling in place so that your workforce can be effective. Um, even at Atlassian, we've shifted to remote work 100% um, across the board. Um, all of our offices are still currently closed. Um, as a result of the current pandemic. Um, having the collaborative tooling and kind of drinking our own Kool-Aid has been a key factor in us being able to maintain operational efficiency. Um, and what we wanna do is, is work with our customers and partner with them to ensure that the lessons that we're learning today are also um, uh, being utilized and getting that the lessons we use that we've learned today are also being taken to our customer base in the field um, so that they can replicate some of our successes. Um, I think for government agencies specifically, a lot of collaboration is done with pen and paper in meeting rooms. It's a very face-to-face -face environment. Everyone's in the same building. Um, you know where everyone's office is and, and, and it's a lot of, hey, if we need to collaborate, we're just gonna go have a conversation. Taking that online and then being able to track um, where that conversation is going and what needs to be done is enabling government agencies to move projects forward. I like the fact you talk about taking some of the successes internally at Atlassian and helping agencies and others learn from that and, and, and implement them. Give me a sense of what a success looks like. I mean, it's always understanding that companies like yourselves, technology companies, you're a different culture. You don't understand it. You have foosball tables. You have, you know, ping pong, beanbag chairs, places to nap. I mean, of course, we're just talking here about probably the movie, the internship a little too much. But my point is, it's a different culture than agencies. And now agencies are starting to catch up. So what, what's a big lesson or two? 
Yeah, I wish, I mean, currently I feel like I have a place not being at home. <laughs> um, so some of the lessons that we're learning, we are a global organization, just like all government agencies for the most part, minus state, local and provincial governments. Um, uh, we are of a scale, we're 5,000 plus employees today. Um, obviously the scale for government agencies is far beyond that. Um, so making sure that there's a level of connectivity, there's a cultural aspect of it. Um, I choose to work for an organization where I genuinely like the people I work with on a day-to-day -day basis and want those interactions. I think a lot of us make those life decisions. Um, so having, again, tooling that connects us is, is necessary, especially right now when we feel like our connections are, are um, uh, further than arm's length away. Um, uh, on top of that, having these major changes and launches where your entire workforce is completely dispersed adds an extra level of complexity um, to how you actually get work done. So Atlassian ourselves have just gone through a major um, change where we are uh, uh, accelerating our path to cloud um, across all product lines. And that involved every single employee at Atlassian to be all hands on deck from customer support organizations um, to our sales organizations to obviously our product and program organizations. Um, tracking all of that, all of those pieces to make sure that our customers were informed and understood what was happening and understood what their path was forward. Um, that was a big challenge, having tools that are, enable us to track where communications are and where the project is real time, having a tool such as Confluence where we can archive and, and um, collaborate real time on what needs to be updated. And then having um, uh, uh, boards like Trello where you can actually see the work being done um, and add your colleagues into that conversation uh, have been critical for us to be able to um, launch a lot of our projects that we're working on. The same is true for government agencies today. One thing that's important that you talk about is not just accelerating the path to cloud, which we've been on a path that we feel like for the last 10 years for, throughout the agencies, but really it's all about productivity. And that's what we've seen during the pandemic when, as people have been moved to remote working, their productivity, I think a, a surveys that we've done internally, you know, through Federal News Network asking our readers has shown that people feel like they're more productive and feel like their colleagues are more productive. Talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing about work productivity or when you talk to your federal clients, do they feel more productive within because they're working from home or, or, and are they missing out on certain things? Um, I think that yes. I think overall government uh, customers are feeling very productive today. If they had the right tooling in place, I think there was a little bit of a scramble at the beginning to see, okay, how am I gonna make sure that we keep on top of everything? How am I gonna make sure everyone understands what needs to be done and how are we gonna do stand-ups and how are we gonna do almost town hall type functions to make sure everyone's informed and knows what they need to be doing. Um, if you had collaborative software in place, that was much easier for you to make that migration. I know GSA is one of them. Um, they've been a user of both Atlassian collaborative tools as well as other collaborative tools um, uh, across the board to make sure that their workforce is, is um, both online and highly functioning. Um, if they didn't have that tooling in place or if even they didn't have laptops in place, it was definitely a challenge at first. Um, uh, Moving to a home office environment for government employees, I think, especially for defense agencies or law enforcement agencies, um, seemed like an impossibility 18 months ago. 
um, and now they're able to do it. And what's really critical is they're able to do it securely. Um, and I think cloud plays a big role in that. I think, um, uh, again, making sure you have the right secure solutions plays a large role in that. Um, and, and making sure that you're making those cultural shifts where you can still keep that level of touch with both your direct reports and those you're reporting up to. Because we know that, especially in the public sector industry, the reporting structure is critical. That's probably been one of the biggest surprises that I've seen is the acceptance of the remote working and doing it in a way that is secure. Uh, I was uh, on a recent panel and I was talking to a chief information security officer who mentioned, I made the joke about being the, you know, the CIO no or the CIO no or, or, and she goes, I want to be the KNOW of, 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 of the CIO or the CISO world. I want to know what, you, what your data is, where it is, how you're going to work, what devices, who you are. When I know these things, then I can kind of figure out security. Is that probably the biggest change? And, and I've said this before, but, but the pandemic created that killer app to know those things and then be okay with the fact that we can work in a different way. Yes, and, and I think that there's always been a really hard balance to strike between innovation and security, right? A lot of times newer products are, um, are, are continually changing. They're more agile, making sure that they have the right certifications. I know that that's been um, a key strategy for Atlassian specifically as we're accelerating our journey to cloud, making sure that we have our FedRAMP roadmap in place, that it is strong, that we know we're gonna be able to deliver um, uh, quality SaaS-based products in a secure manner. And I think that um, uh, moving to an entirely remote work environment has really melded the two. Um, and for both government agencies and vendors alike, brought to light the, the need to make sure that you can be innovative, you can be um, new, but you can still put an emphasis on secure delivery as well. And that's required across multiple different um, verticals, right? Not just public sector, you're gonna see that in the financial industry, you're gonna see that in the healthcare industry, which obviously right now is very critical to what, our, what, what we're all, the world we're all living in today. <laughs> One thing when we talk about remote work is is your remote work is different from my remote work, which is different than 1,800 other people's remote work. So walk me through a little bit about how you at Alaskan kind of look at this remote work and how you're supporting agencies in, in all these different types of remote work. Sure. Um, so we're working with big agencies, like I mentioned, GSA. We're also working uh, quite a bit on the state level with um, Secretary of States, especially given uh, the recent... Um, uh, need for uh, secure elections or um, ensuring that uh, communications are going out appropriately to your constituency. Um, we're working with child protective services. We're working a lot with um, state departments of education, um, making sure that their teachers have what they need to plan and collaborate across teams. Um, uh, I think you see um, both a need for project management and program management at both the small team level and the organizational level. Obviously, PMOs are going to be more, more focused on um, higher level strategy, but the day-to-day -day teams that are doing the work and getting the work done, they basically just need to check off projects and make sure that they're successful and be able to look back and see, hey, I need X, Y, and Z in order to improve my next project. I think the, the piece that, that's interesting here is thinking forward and how to continue to improve. And, and that's something I, know I think we'll talk to in the next segment.
But why don't you just give us maybe a little bit of a, a, a preview of that next segment before we have to take a quick break and, and how are agencies starting to think about improving the way they work? How are they starting to kind of accept? Uh, we know cloud and we know, you know, video teleconferencing and stuff like that, but, but what, what's the next level down? Um, so the next level down is uh, being able to track that data um, and look at it from a retroactive standpoint. Again, uh, it's great to launch a project. It's great that it's successful. You feel good and you almost want to wipe your hands of it. But to be able to look back and say, okay, this tool worked well for me. This tool didn't. I need more collaboration with this organization. What are they using? Uh, do I need to be on that platform? Uh, having that insight after the fact is only going to continue to move agencies forward. All right. That's a great a uh, little bit of a cliffhanger. We'll talk more about data because it always comes back to the data as we all know. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we can continue our conversation. You're listening to the discussion, Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Network. Meet up with your agency peers February 23rd through 25th at the Virtual Atlassian Government Symposium. You can explore the latest in Atlassian solutions like Jira, Trello, and Confluence and learn how other agencies are tackling their toughest remote work and transformation challenges. Plus, free hands-on labs will uplevel your Jira and Confluence skills. Register today for Atlassian's Virtual Government Symposium at atlassian.com slash symposium 21. That's atlassian.com slash symposium 21. Welcome back. You're listening to the discussion Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest today is Phoebe Nerdle, the public sector lead at Atlassian. Now, Phoebe, before break, you mentioned uh, a couple things like the changing way agencies and, and employees are working. You mentioned project management as one kind of trend. There's additional trends. What are they? And discuss them a little bit. Um, I would say one big trend we're seeing is the expansion of where you're able to recruit a talent pool from. Um, I know that government agencies today are going through um, a lot of change, right? You have the baby boomer generation, which is um, getting into retirement. Um, you have uh, millennials and Gen Zers coming into those agencies, wanting to make an impact, wanting to make a change. Uh, but typically recruiting has been challenging because you recruit primarily from, uh, if you're federal, the Washington DC area, um, uh, obviously state and local is a little bit different, but there's great talent pools out there, um, even outside of the Bay Area or um, uh, Austin, when you're going after some of that younger talent, you need to be able to have um, a little bit more flexibility in terms of um, bringing those candidates on board. Um, I know Atlassian, for example, um, we're trying to uh, leverage Atlassian Anywhere, which is our new policy where we're trying to leverage talent globally, not just in, again, the Bay Area or primary urban areas, but really access folks because they're going to be able to do the work um, and they're going to be a cultural fit and they're going to be able to bring something to the table. I think government agencies are seeing that as well, um, uh, that that's an additional flexibility that candidates today want and need in order to live um, a, a balanced lifestyle. Um, we're also going to talk about um, at our event in February, our government symposium, we're on our sixth one now, it's an annual event, we're moved it virtually and we're going to talk about a lot of the lessons that Atlassian has learned migrating our entire workforce to 100% remote um, uh, and share that with our customer base. Um, so I would highly encourage your users to attend that as well. All right, I was at the last one. It was in person. It was a fun event. So I'm sure people will uh, uh, can find out more information wherever they uh, 
uh, can do their Google searches on. But I want to go back to something you said, and it's the talent pool, which I think is a great point. Previously, agencies were, you know, there was a federal agency in Philly or Boston or Denver or wherever. And those cities, as we know, tend to cost more, tend to pay higher, uh, tend to have more competition for talent, whether it's a cyber talent or a project manager talent or data scientist. But now you're able to look at places that maybe uh, are, are facing higher unemployment, but you can train people. And, and because we've gotten this culture change of working remotely, that opens the door to, to a major, major change in how we recruit. When you talk to agencies and, and you talk to clients, are they starting to recognize that? Or are they starting to ask you for more? Hey, how are you guys addressing that? You mentioned you guys have a, a, a initiative. Are they asking for, if you will, best practices, lessons learned already? Yes, I think you'll see more as obviously priorities start changing with a new administration as well. Um, so we are trying to make, we are trying to advise customers, but we're also still trying to figure it out, figure it out ourselves. Um, I think another big benefit to that is you're able to have a more diverse workforce because um, uh, you're able to go after um, uh, uh, women who are working with kids at home um, and can only do jobs when they're working remotely or um, uh, uh, more rural areas who have a lot of talent and a lot of knowledge uh, to bring to the table and, and a different perspective as well. I think your point is really important that creates a more diverse workforce that lets you recruit from areas that maybe you, you normally wouldn't. And that comes back to a really important piece, which is the data, right? You got to understand the data. You got to understand what your data is, who's going to retire, what openings you have, what needs are you going to have today? What needs are you going to have tomorrow? So walk me a little bit about how data is really driving a lot of this decision-making. So data is challenging for public sector, right? Because I would say commercially within Atlassian, the number one success factor is making sure your people have access to the right data and that there's a free flow of it. Um, obviously in public sector, there's some data that is accessible. There's some data that can't be accessible for security reasons. Um, so uh, it's a double-edged sword. I think that you still need access to that data and usability of it in order to um, achieve good results and achieve the mission that you're looking achieve both the priorities and missions that you've been charged with as a, as a public servant, uh, but you have to make sure that the right people have access to the right data. Um, so again, I think it ties in that, um, I think it ties in that uh, balance of both innovation and security that you see more in public sector than you do in any other industry. One of the things that we talk about the driving of data is you gotta know what data you have, where it lives, uh, and, then, and then how to use it and then get it to the right person. We hear a lot of people talk about data draft dashboards and the like. Is, is, I get the sense that these dashboards are being used more because of remote work, because we're not together. I can't give you a PowerPoint presentation. And then once I start using those dashboards, hey, this is pretty fun. This, is, this helps me. Do you, do you see that as something that's really, again, the, another reason why the pandemic has been there's some some silver lining there as agencies are understanding the value and others are understanding the value of data yeah absolutely so i think that goes back into productivity right you're right we're not sitting through hour-long powerpoint presentations anymore i think we'll all kind of breathe a sigh of relief for that um, you are able to access what you need when you need it um, dashboards um, uh, uh, snapshots high level overviews like really being able to pull out um, uh, the 
um, overall themes of the data are critical. So it can't just be, hey, here's a ton of data, have at it and enjoy. You need to be able to direct that data in a useful way. And the way you do that, again, is through um, uh, efficient collaborative tooling. Um, and, and I think the number one thing that um, has helped Atlassian is our, just our ability to tag people in specific uh, points. Um, uh, I constantly am digesting a, a, a large amount of data for my personal team and organization. And it would be really counterproductive to make everyone read, again, pages and pages of um, uh, forecasts or um, uh, product updates, but being able to say, hey, I know that my marketer is going to really need this one snippet, highlight it, comment it, bring her in there, and she's able to view it, comment on it, edit it, however we need, however we need to update that. Um, that's been critical. We talked earlier a little bit about the changes in work and, and the couple other areas I just wanted you to go down the path on is, is this idea of task and work management. When you're at home, when you're, when you're in a remote environment, the way you approach your tasks, your, your, how you manage your, your day-to-day is, is a little different. And, and that's something that agencies that I think have gotten used to, but as they move forward, as they hire differently, as you talked about the diversity of hires, they have to get used to how agencies kind of, they do the work when they have to get it done versus between nine and five or eight and four. How has that idea of task and work management also evolved? So um, I think prioritization is key. Um, knowing what you need to get done when, um, and then obviously being able to appropriately, not necessarily delegate, but again, collaborate with your colleagues and team members, and then be able to share that up the reporting structure, right? So uh, it's very easy to think, okay, in a remote environment, I'm going to operate in a silo with just my team. Um, that obviously cannot happen in public sector, right? Reporting structures are critical and they're there for a reason. Um, even in the commercial se sector, they're critical and there for a reason. I need uh, my boss to know what's both plaguing us and what's going well so that we can make the changes we need. Um, in public sector, you need your, uh, your boss or your director to know a lot of times for security reasons. Um, so uh, again, I think it's that feedback loop and I think making sure that you're able to um, not just launch a project or complete a project, but that the entire reporting structure understands where you are with that project, when it will be launched, um, are all the approvals in place? Do we have the public records straight? Um, it, any of those factors will feed in and it's going to be more critical to our customers um, than a, probably any other industry. It all comes back to the simple thing of communication. As you are talking, as you are, no matter if you're working from home or working in the office, you just need to communicate. And a lot of times people tend to communicate less when they're not seeing each other, right? You see each other in the hall. Hey, Phoebe, meant to mention to you this. You still need to do those things. And I think working remotely, that that adjustment, that culture has happened. But, it, but I think for agencies to continue to work from home, to continue to have that remote experience and find success, they have to kind of press that idea. Uh, from an Alaskan perspective, how do you all ensure you're communicating when you work with your, uh, you know, coworkers? Are you on fill in the blank technology all the time, some IM type of tool? Um, we use a variety of different tooling. Um, we use um, a lot of obviously our tooling because we drink our own Kool-Aid with Confluence, um, with Trello. Um, we use standard email. We use chat tools, um, anything and everything across the board, I would say. Um, uh, what is um, 
What's critical is you basically put your most important functions though in those collaborative tools so that as we bring on new folks and as we recruit and bring those folks onboarded, um, they know where to go, where to communicate, where to get answers, where to search for data. Um, I will also say from a personal standpoint, I find communication almost a little, not necessarily easier, but I want to do it more, especially being at home in a, a semi-lockdown state. Uh, it's nice to know that there's other people out there and there's other adults to talk to and see how everyone's doing. So um, I think maintaining that cultural communication too is going to be critical, hopefully as things get better um, and, and as um, a lot of states are able to emerge from this, uh, that we maintain that connection. You don't want to just only talk about work with your colleagues. You need at least five, 10 minutes a day just to see how they're doing, right? We're all humans. It's been a really hard year. Um, it's still challenging now. Um, having that personal connection is just as critical. Right. Happy hours are not quite the same, but they still are just as important. I think we, we can't lose sight of that. The last Absolutely. topical area I just want to touch upon is this idea of project management. It's, a, it's an area that agencies have struggled with for years. What, what are some of the continuing challenges you are seeing around project management and what are they doing to overcome them? I would say just scale, right? Like the scale of the projects that agencies are working on. It's really sometimes hard um, for commercial industry to understand an apple to apple comparison, right? When you're talking about hundreds of thousands of people being impacted versus thousands. Um, uh, I think being able to communicate at all levels um, updates around those projects, right? Again, we've talked about the report structure, but there's a part of it where you want everyone within an organization to understand uh, at some level what's going on and when it's going to happen and have that insight into what's critical for their work in their day. Uh, so it's both the bottom, the top, and the middle. Like, how are you able to share out those communications? How are you able to present project boards? How are you able to present retrospectives, get their feedback? Um, uh, it's going to continually evolve, I think, as new technology comes in and as things modernize and continue to go both to the cloud or um, uh, if you're hosting behind your firewall even, it, you're going to need to have access to tooling that enables you to communicate, communicate across multiple different levels within your organization. Um, and building that communication plan into your project plan is going to be critical as well. Uh, Phoebe, we're just about out of time. I very much enjoyed this conversation. Before I let you go, what's the big takeaway from the experience we've had over the last nine months around remote work? W what should agencies keep in mind from our conversation today? Um, I think the number one takeaway is everyone should be really impressed with, with what they've accomplished in this last year, right? I mean, it's a huge transition. It's a huge transmission no matter what organization you work for. Um, and you gotta take a moment and just kind of pat yourself on the back. Uh, you kept the lights on. I think step two is um, figuring out, it's gonna be a hybrid for a lot of workers, right? What's gonna work remotely? What isn't gonna work remotely? It's gonna be very dependent on both the agency and the job function. Um, but what are the learnings? Where does it make sense? What do you wanna continue um, as you go forward and, and hopefully, again, things start improving. Um, as we start opening up different offices, what do we want to also bring in that, that we miss desperately? Um, I think everyone's doing a lot of that um, evaluation now. All right. I like that. Don't forget to uh, enjoy the success because it's important to recognize that uh, 
it's been a rough nine or so months, but there's a lot of success too. Uh, unfortunately, we're out of time for today. So let me thank my guest, Phoebe Nerdle, the public sector lead at Atlassian. Phoebe, thank you so much for taking the time today. Thanks, Jason. I'm Jason Miller, and you've been listening to the discussion Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search innovation. Thank you for listening to the Innovation in Government show, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Network. The entire discussion can be found on demand at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation.